Hey folks, welcome to another uh, Fantasy Fishing Preview episode in uh, Somerset, Kentucky. I'm Jody White. I'm joined also in Somerset, Kentucky, right next to me in the hotel room by Kyle Wood. Hey, hey. Uh, Kyle, before we get into this uh, Cumberland preview, I want to check on the status of your fantasy fishing team. Has it been any good this year? Uh, No, I think I actually my actual fantasy fishing team, I failed to... uh, actually make a team before the last tournament i think it was before harris you kind of need to do that to compete yeah uh most of that stems from the years of doing pundit picks where they were are also fancy fishing team that we got points from i got so accustomed to that uh that i just forgot so i'm gonna guess my team right now not doing so hot how about your pundit picks you feel like you've been on fire this year i feel like they've probably done pretty here's the problem so okay because i can tell you right now mine have done the opposite of well (laughs) well i know for a fact i for whatever reason i got all cocky the first two events and i made my punnet picks i'm like i think these are pretty good but then my actual fancy fishing team i was like well i'm not gonna listen to what i think i'm gonna just pick other things and that was terrible that was a terrible idea which might explain why you're so bad at fancy fishing because you go against no, none of my picks are good. <laughs> I've had one good season of fantasy fishing. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. And it was a great season. Um, I mean, I did well. Like, I won some money that year, I think. <clears throat> never again have I done well. Never before have I done well. Never again will I do well. Yeah, uh, but my, my reign is over. So, you know. I, the last couple of years, we have, like, a, an internal league, and yeah. I've won a Walmart gift card of various dollar amounts. Because I've been, I got like second, and I got third, and I haven't won it yet. I might have got fourth the other year. Been pretty solid. It's pretty strong. Now I think it's over, unless I pick a team now and I just crush it for the rest of the year. Yeah, you're gonna need to like gagliardi it, because if you're yeah. down one event, <laughs> that's true. I could still come back. Yeah, you can come back, make the first. I could win cup. by like one point. <sighs> Be epic. There we go. Um, anyhow, if you do want actual good pundit picks. I mean, I guess, Kyle, you're the source. Uh, Joe, Joe is also the source. He's real high on his team, by the way. Yeah, yeah like, oh, yeah. He is proud that he's doing so well. But he's, like, on pace to, like, win things this year. Now, he oh. can't win things, but if you've been picking his picks, you could win you things. You could definitely win things, yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk a whole bunch about Cumberland, but, you know, do whatever you want, I guess. But basically just look <laughs> at Joe is <laughs> yeah. what we're getting at. Um, do you want to, like, dive right into what picks we've got, or do you want to uh, – Maybe, Talk we, a should, little about the maybe lake. we should set, set the stage up. first of the lake before we do that. All right. So you've been out there uh, one day now? Yep. Um, you've driven around some. You've talked to some. What's your what's your vibe? Well, uh, it's very springy. Oh, yeah. Uh, got a little rain showers yesterday. It's nice and sunny today. Everything's kind of greening up. Uh, I haven't heard any turkeys gobbles yet, which I'm kind of How have about. you not? Well, it was rainy yesterday, and they usually Turkeys don't Turkeys don't like rain? Nah, they're not that into it. Oh, now, I bet yesterday afternoon when it cleared up, they probably started hammering. But uh, with all that being said, very pre-spawny as well. I thought for sure uh, with some rumors of water temps like upper 50s, low 60s in certain portions of the lake, I thought we'd be hearing not a lot of it, but a little bit of stirring of like, yeah, I saw one on a bed. Or, yeah, I saw a couple beds with, you know, some small bucks on it or something. But none yeah. of that. It sounds like everything is just very full-on pre-spawn. 
all the fish I've seen caught from like four pounds down to seven inches are just fat as can be. I mean, just big. They all look like they ate a softball, basically. So yeah. they're ready to pop. I'm with you. I think that I think it's definitely. I believe I there's definitely some fish on beds because the water temperature up in the river is like in the low 60s. Oh yeah, it's prime. Uh, but I think one the weather we're supposed to get the first two days of this tournament is going to make it like borderline impossible to actually catch a fish <laughs> off a bed. Yeah. Uh, and then two, I think that the places where there are maybe more fish spawning, mm-hmm. it's dingier water and harder to see them. Sure. So, like, I think that probably some bass will get caught off beds, but not too many guys will be actually sight fishing for them, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's going to be some fish at ours, but you're right. I think the majority, it's going to be a pre-spawn derby. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, I mean, that's theoretically best for weight. Uh, should be really oh, good yeah. for all around. I mean, it should be the best tournament you can have. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Um, let's see. I guess outside of, uh, outside of that, in your mind, so it's a huge lake. And the, most of big. the smallmouth are down on the lower end, but not all the smallmouth. Right. Uh, do you have a vibe for whether it's a upper end tournament, lower end tournament, all spread out? Historically, it's all in the lower end. Yeah, I think uh, I think no doubt some of the the leaders are probably going to come from that lower end. Yeah, and I mostly because of history, but also like, gosh, you look at some of the sizes of those. There's creeks some big there. smallmouth, and, and there's some big smallmouth getting caught down there. Right. Like so now. Uh, that 18 inch minimum that you have to have on smallmouths. Uh, if you're messing around down on that lower end and you catch you three smallmouths, I mean they're probably gonna weigh like close to four pounds. Yeah, I think there's a really good chance that the leader, like on day one, will have five smallmouth. Oh no doubt. And uh, maybe even on day two, but I think that it's gonna be, well, have had either caught five smallmouth mm-hmm. that day or will have caught. 10 smallmouth but i think it's gonna be tricky to m- sustain solely smallmouth the whole tournament yeah yeah and yeah. i think that there's to me like that upper end it seems like there's maybe more just keeper fish in the upper end be For it sure. spotted bass or largemouth and, and it seems like they're more i think there's gonna up. be like a lot of checks up there maybe Definitely. and a lot of you know 40th place type finishes and mm-hmm. you know grinding it out and some guys will make the cut from up there not because they really have a chance at a big bag, but because they can be more consistent. You know what right. I mean? Right. Yeah, and I think um, you could be more consistent. Plus, that upper end of the lake, you can go along and you can catch like you could catch a limit of keeper spots, and yeah. then all of a sudden you catch like a random four pound largemouth or something. Yeah, smallmouth. Or, or yeah, there are mouth. there are definitely smallmouth in that upper end. Right, it, it, and you can catch it, them. I don't know if it's something you can pattern so much. No, but it, it seems more random, and that's I think kind of what we gathered talking to guys at the ramp is. You, you might get more bites maybe up up the lake more, which is why, you know, I, to your point, I absolutely agree we'll see more checks come out of there Yeah, from from up that way. Plus, saves you a ton of time running. Like, you oh, know, yeah. You don't Tons get to mess around. And with the amount of trash that's floating around, and not like garbage. It was not like, bad today. Um, from what I, like, I think. Now, it depends on where it wound up, right? Because yeah. it's probably moved people's way. Uh, boat wakes and stuff have moved it around a yeah, little bit. Yeah, and I mean, it does have some flow, and like there are certain sections of the river that are like, of the well, lake slash river, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you want to call it, 
Like, there's certain sections that historically are more trashy. And on Thursday, it's supposed to blow, like, 25 out of the west or something yeah, like that. Yeah, which I don't really know what that'll do. If it'll set a bunch of trash loose or if it'll just pile up a bunch of stuff on the I bank. I don't know, but I mean, it can't it be starts, good. <laughs> well, it might be good, though, because it might blow it out of the... You know, it might blow it against the bank as opposed to have it floating around in the middle. Sure. Because if it blows it away, then you can idle. Or then you can run. Then you can actually run instead of... There being a section where you might need to idle. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Is a I lot think of curveballs in this, or a lot of factors to consider yeah, for guys fishing it. For sure. Like, at, uh, you know, at Harris, it was basically just, you knew how much time was involved. Mm-hmm. Here, you really don't so much. Because you can have the changing water conditions. Right. Because we're definitely projecting some, like, big-time weather, big-time wind. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll make at least the lower end of the lake really rough on the first day. Right. Maybe second day. Um, and it's just a long way. So you can, oh, yeah. you can stick around up close and really know what you're getting into. Or I think you can make that gamble and go down to the lower end. And if you make that gamble and go down to the lower end, that could be... Like, could very well be a winning gamble, mm-hmm. but for every guy who goes and catches them, there's going to be some guys who strike out. And I wouldn't even be surprised if we see um, someone that maybe, like, holds back on going to the lower end on the first day or something like, you know, they, they yeah. change up portions of the lake and they wind up in the top five, you know, yeah, by like Saturday. they catch 10 pounds on day one, and then they catch 17, 18 pounds on right. day two, and all of a sudden that is enough it squeaks him into the cut and for you sure know, you go from there yeah no i'm with you i think it's gonna be it's gonna be a really kind of an interesting derby just from a you've got a lot of options mm-hmm. perspective um you want to dive into my fantasy team or your fantasy team let's do your fantasy team okay uh so let's see we got um i got brian thrift i got uh jeff gustafson uh thrift is 37 gussie is 30 uh I've got Shin for 29, Annie Morgan for 29, Wesley Strader for 28, Zach Burge for 16, Cody Meyer for 16, and Brad Knight for 14. Pretty solid team. I thought so. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the first tournament where I've felt like I've actually run up against not having enough money. Yeah. Like, uh, the, you can really stack that the top, upper middle yeah, range that of price. The top section really made me want to stack my team. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, do you have any particular uh, questions or comments? Concerns? Um, mm, I mean, they'll make they'll make pretty good sense. I guess uh, two things: Zach Burge, sixteen bucks. Um, I like it. Why Burge? Okay, so theoretically, like, in theory, Burge is probably not a good pick because ever since his rookie year, he's basically sucked. True. Uh, so you could argue that he's going to continue to do that. You could also argue that this lake is a lot like Smith Lake mm-hmm. in that it's really big. You can find some largemouth shallow, theoretically. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you can get away. You can run up river. Um, and that almost all the fish, maybe not almost all, but most of the fish are going to be caught pretty shallow. Probably. Yeah. Yep. And if you're going to be dealing with shallow fish, Zach Burge, probably not a bad call. He does seem to do well, like, springtime events, too. I mean, Yeah, like when that. he's got fish, like, coming to him, when they're right. when you can go down the bank. Uh, yeah, it's not like a spot thing. You can just get on a certain type of bank or something like that, troll motor down, throw a crankbait or whatever, and just yeah. go. Now, granted, last year at Beaver Lake should have been that tournament. I mean, there were fish coming to the bank. It was mm-hmm. perfect for that, and he bombed. I mean, he did it terrible. But it's Beaver. Well, yeah, I'm just saying if you want a similarity, I mean, we're going to talk true, later true, true. on about probably Matt Airy 
and Beaver Lake, and maybe mm-hmm. even Jimmy Houston and Beaver Lake. And we're going to bring up Beaver Lake a lot because there right. are some similarities. And if you want a cautionary tale, that's it right there, which is that would be my for sure. watch out for Zach Burge. At the same time, I picked him. He, I think, is a better angler than he's been so far this year and, so, and for all of last year. Maybe he has a good tournament. What about who else is in that price range? Uh, um, or like, that, did you like, feel like he was sixteen dollar uh, Cody price Meyer range. for sixteen bucks? Um, but is there? Did you? Was it one of those things too where you feel like maybe skill wise or skill set wise he's better suited in that price range? Well, we're gonna go to uh, fantasyfishing.com here. I hear and, it's the uh, place to be. It is uh, sort by salary and. Let's see, because obviously I chose it for a reason. Um, let's see. So you got Burge at 16, I think. Uh, Cody Meyer, in my opinion, is like almost a must-own for 16 bucks. Like mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, Rex Huff is 16 bucks. Charlie Evans is 17 Like Those are, I think, pretty... Derek Blake is like 15 Those are... Uh, I would say Evans and... Huff are more pop, are probably some pretty popular local picks. Yeah, definitely. And uh, One even of those, Derek Blake is sort of semi local ish. Like yeah. he's kind of got experience on this type of lake, if not Cumberland. To me, not only are Meyer and Burge uh, ahead of those guys skill wise, the lake could set up for them pretty decent. Oh yeah. Yep. Um. But like, if you wanted to say, I want Troy Morrow instead of Zach Burge. And Morrow's fifteen bucks. I wouldn't say that's dumb because Troy Morrow, he's pretty great when you can catch him a little bit deeper and yep. you've got some clearer water or something like that. Like I could totally see him getting on a smallmouth bite, you know, off the points, catching suspended fish or something like that, mm-hmm. uh, doing something funky. Or heck, he caught him. Uh, he caught him on Travis, made yeah. the top twenty. Uh, no reason to think he could uh, not catch him uh, well here. <laughs> What do we got going on? I think on? they're doing some repairs next door. Yeah, apparently so. Um, <clears throat> so I, I don't know. I guess I can kind of... That, that $15, $16 price range seems to be... There's some pretty good picks throughout most of it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, we're going to take a quick pause here. Uh, so as far as on my team, what else? I don't know. Are you curious about like, dislike? Um... um. I mean, what do you I think about that Brian Thrift pick. I know it's controversial because he's so expensive. <laughs> he is so expensive, and you know, really, this season hasn't been going that well for him. He I didn't know. get second at the last tournament. Yeah, I, he's losing a lot of momentum, is what I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's a gamble, but I'm sure you'll probably get your money's worth out of it. <laughs> I hope so. Um, I will say, I don't know. Did you pick Gussie? I feel like you should have picked Gussie. Uh, I don't know if I did. I like Gussie a lot. The I don't, dude is I don't like, think I did because I didn't want to jinx him. I feel like when I picked Gussie, I jinxed yeah. him. There's going to be some fish caught on a jerkbait in this deal. Mm-hmm. Gussie's like a jerkbait master. Yep, he's um, pretty good at it. I, I think that uh, I think Gussie's a good pick. Also, wouldn't be surprised if he caught a couple of small mouths on a hair jig. Ooh, so fancy. Yeah, he's pretty good at that too. Yeah, he is. Um, one thing that I did with my team, I kind of wrote about it in my punnet picks, but I took a lot of East Tennessee guys. Um kind of banking on they would know how to fish this lake because they fished Dale Hollow and Norris right, and they'd kind of be familiar similar. with it. Uh, I think practice reports have that kind of 
being a mixed bag right now mm-hmm. as far as what guys are saying they're catching. Um, we'll see how that shakes out in the tournament. <laughs> I'm not – I mean, I don't ever want to say take Andy Morgan or Wesley Strader off your team, but I don't I don't know what Andy Morgan's doing. Wesley Strader's having, like, a decent practice, but not, like, crushing on him or anything. Well, here's the thing. Andy Brad Morgan. Knight's ready to kill people about practice. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, they're all but, over the place. Yeah, so who knows? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm still pro Andy Morgan. I think he's going to be good. Well, and he's not sick. <clears throat> he's not sick, and he um, most every spring tournament we have, like you said with birds, when there's fish like coming to the bank, and he can just put the chewing water down and go. Yeah, he's catching them. Works out pretty well for him. Yep. Um, shall we check in on the uh, old Kyle Wood fantasy team? Yeah, let's see what I got going on. I can't remember who I picked. All right, so you got Brian Thrift, which first of all, bad pick. Duh, too I much know. money. Uh, then you got Mark Rose, which I'm interested in. I want to know. I want I want your reasoning here. Anthony Gagliardi, which I love. Andy mm-hmm. Morgan, David Dudley, uh, Matt Airy, which we will get to. Um, yep. Tracy Adams and John Devere. I guess talk me through John Devere. Yeah. So I went real high end oriented on my team. Yeah. Which, it's like thirty seven dollars for three of thirty six for Rose, thirty four, twenty nine. Do you remember how much money you had left over? Like uh, a maybe, buck, maybe a dollar or two. Okay. Um, I think because that's uh, like what you I said, ended this up was being too. This is a good the one. The closest that... I've ever came to using my whole salary. Yeah. Um. So the theory I had was more uh, guys that are really good at fishing pre-spawn. Um, you know, a couple of guys that can, uh, you know, sight fish like Gagularity is pretty good at, you know, finding one on a bed and maybe catching it. And that's the same thing with Aries. So because I went so high dollar, I had to dig down into that real low dollar category i found me some tracy adams down there hanging out at six which how he's doing how he's there i don't know but yeah it hasn't been a good year for him but this is the time of year that tracy adams starts to shine like i don't i don't really like tracy adams any earlier than this i feel like and uh sometimes depending on what the the post spawn tournaments are not a big fan so i grabbed me some tracy adams because he's like uh the whole rest of the north carolina people that are good at just going down the bank and catching fish. He can sight fish. Um, or, you know, he can find some fish out deeper, too. We've seen him do that at some tournaments. Uh, but then John Devere, uh, one of my only, well, he is my only local pick. Yeah. Only guy, uh, extreme tour veteran. He's been fishing it for a while. Um, but I figured, like, shoot, for five bucks. He knows everything there is to know about this lake. Right. Like, like he can catch me a limit. have won a lot of money on this place. Definitely. And I'm not I'm not saying I picked him to, like, get a top ten or anything like that, but I figure at five bucks, if I can get, like... Top 30? Yeah. Yeah. Then I'm, I'm doing all right because I'm banking on the fact that the rest of these high-dollar people are going to also, you know, have some strong finishes. And then, you know, in theory, I think you'd, you'd wind up with a pretty strong uh, overall point total all right and maybe win some stuff i uh, i like it i think in your mind let's say they were the same amount of money do you feel like there's a difference between john devere and rex huff like do you want one over the other or is there one of those locals like if they were the same that you'd be like man this is my guy good question i feel like i feel like i would probably rather have rex huff than john devere uh if they were the same price um, but Huff, be, of course, is like fifteen bucks or something, right? And I just, you know, I, I didn't, I wasn't willing to give up an Airy or Dudley or a Morgan yeah. to then, you know, take a Huff and then another low dollar pick. Um, but I feel very confident in what Devere can get me for five bucks. Again, 
considering the rest of my team hopefully will also help, you know, some strong finishes and keep that average up. All right, uh, let's hit on Airy because everyone says that he's catching him. Yeah, yeah, word on the street. Um, why do you like him? Uh, I went the same, like you look at, so we'll bring up Bieber again. You look at the two years he's won there, plus he's had numerous other fantastic finishes on Bieber. Um, he's also had some good finishes on uh, other tour stops throughout this time of year, this early spring thing. Yep. He just seems to kind of get it. And I, I wasn't leaning too much on Beaver, but I did like that the couple times he won on Beaver, it was like fish trying to spawn deeper, dirtier water on some of those rock shelves. It was more like the way he won on Beaver. Yeah. I was thinking he might be able to pick some of those things up in this tournament, whether it was a, yeah, you know, you find similarities and patterns he's used before, um, you know, going up the river, a little dirtier water, throwing a swim bait on some of those laydowns because there's a lot of wood in the water. Um, standing, whether it's standing timber or, or, you know, trees that are piled up in the back. Uh, I just feel like he'll feel very at home here despite uh, probably never having fished here at Cumberland before. I mean, he may have, but it's unlikely, I guess. Right. Definitely <laughs> hasn't Definitely fished not a, lot. a tour event here. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right. I uh, Yeah, I'm all about the Matt Airy pick. I think I'm going to modify my personal fantasy team yeah, to uh, definitely a situational get thing. me some Matt Airy. More of a... Oh, and the fact that he's also, like, super good at sight fishing. Yeah, if and things with, change. Right, and with the and weather on the weekend. it gets to the weekend, and all of a sudden, you got to look for him. For sure. Or you like, can no doubt, look for him. He could I be think, a guy to move up. Yeah, definitely. So, I, he's got all those weapons, and I, yeah. I like that. Um, and shoot, for 24 bucks, It's a pretty good deal for Matt Airy. Yeah, I'm all over yeah. that. I mean, when you're paying, like, 28 for Wesley Strader, you know... 28 for Shin or whatever, like, mm-hmm. that's a pretty good, pretty solid pick, I would say. Definitely. Um, how about, so Anthony Gagliardi, I totally get, like, clear water. Yep. You know, there's going to be some finesse action, mm-hmm. might be some sight fish. Definitely, like, I, I love it. I love it. Um, what are you thinking on the Mark Rose? I know in the past, like, he's, not to go back to Beaver again, but, like, he's done really well on Beaver in the past, but mm-hmm. recently not so much. I'm, obviously, it's not like he's having a bad season. I mean, <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I don't know if you know, Mark Rose, he's won two derbies this year. Yeah, he has won two. <laughs> back uh, to back. <laughs> uh, I kind of went off the fact that if it's a if it's a pre-spawn tournament, um, Mark Rose is really good at throwing a crankbait, like whether it's a, a wart or a, you know what, pretty much whatever kind of crankbait he wants. Yeah, Star King, 3XD, whatever, whatever sure. thing he's going to throw. 2.5, 1.5, yeah. he could kind of have at it. I like he's that. also, um, he does, in a, some of that, like those years he was doing well on Beaver, he was mixing in like a, a shaky head and like small swim baits, like scrubbing for smallmouth, you know, like a light jig head, a little swim bait. Yeah. Um, he seems to kind of, same thing, he seems to kind of get how some of these fish set up on those deeper things like on the lower lake i'm kind of thinking mark rose might be able to go out find a deep spot maybe where there's some small mouth staging like on a something you know what i mean like uh big old pigs yeah i mean shoot he was catching fish out of like 65 feet of water down on travis so why not catch him deep here but i think that was the more of the reason is he's pretty well versed in that springtime like you could throw a crankbait you could throw a shaky head you could uh he could run up the river, go find some big largemouths and some dirtier water or something. 
Um, I just like the the tools he kind of brings to the table. And again, throughout his career, he's done, he's had some pretty strong finishes uh, pre-spawn time of the year. That, I think that was probably what played in more when I pick guys is looking through their history of top 10 finishes and the time of year, not necessarily the lake, but just um, the time of year. And obviously if it the lake sort of resembled this in any way, that helped. All right. Um, so I guess I'm going to – do you have any other topics on, like, our exact fantasy teams, or do you want to kind of spread our wings here a little? No, we can – yeah, we can move along. All right, so I pulled up the uh, fantasy trends um, page, and this is just overall pick. Uh, Brian Thrift is at 78%. Andy Morgan is at 63%. Mark Rose is at 40%. Uh, a lot of people seem to agree with me that Cody Myers is a steal at 34%. Definitely. Um, Scott Martin, heavily owned, $22. He's had kind of a not great season. Not terrible, not great. Yep. What's your uh, what's your feeling on uh, old Scotty boy? Well, I mean, uh, like you said before we started recording this thing, I mean, he's got to do well at some point, right? Like have a good finish think he's doing a lot of video stuff i see I that mean, I'm on, like, like i'm honestly starting to think that he should ditch the video stuff and just concentrate on catching bass I, i'm kind of with you because um, it seems to have it seems to have an effect for sure um but i mean he is this is um this is like the time of year that scott can also do really well like he's he's just a good versatile angler so if he's if he's got to go if he's got a sight fish, he can. If he's got to throw a crankbait, he can. If he's got to slow down and fish, you know, like a wacky rig or a shaky head or something like that, absolutely can. Um, so I'm not opposed to the people. I think it's funny that none of the pundits picked him. Oh, none of us did? <laughs> I, I believe it no I believe it said zero on. Uh, Scott Martin. Yeah, nobody picked None of us picked him. But I think I, I, I'm with you. The whole him videoing things. Uh just cut it out, man. I don't know. You might be making money off it, but you could win a tournament and make way more money a lot quicker. Yeah, I, I hear you on that. Um, I guess going down, and this is to like the 1% or the less than 1%, which granted everybody is probably owned by somebody, but mm-hmm. you know it's because there's more than 100 people playing. You're going to get totals right. less than 1% or whatever. Uh, I think uh, I feel like Jonathan Henry and Matt Steffen, they're both $19. They're both very lightly owned. I feel mm-hmm. like they could be good picks. Oh, yeah. Um, in fact, I might put Matt Steffen on my fantasy team after this. That would fit my restructuring of my personal team, actually. He's pretty good at he likes smallmouth. Yeah, he likes a smallmouth or two. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think I like that. Um, Charlie Evans is really lightly owned. He knows a lot about this lake. He does. Like, I'm not saying you got to go all in on Charlie Evans, but but if you're looking for some if knowledge, you want some knowledge. If you want someone who's probably going to catch limits, Charlie you Evans. Could, Charlie Evans, maybe. I'm not. Or if you like Ninja Turtles, then yeah, he's the he's kind of your only man. Yeah. Um. Otherwise, like guys who are uh, really down low, Jason Johnson apparently catching them, uh, five dollars. Really Real good finesse fisherman. Really good finesse fisherman. If you want, like, Cody Meyer light, that's your Jason Johnson. Yeah, you know, Cody like, Meyer Jr. Yeah, if you there pick you Cody Meyer, or if you want to pick Cody Meyer, but you don't have 16 bucks, you got 5 bucks, then you should pick Jason Johnson because that's your 
closest prox- approximation, I would say. Yep. So you got that. Um, Cordiana? Yeah. Cordiana is, he's going for broke in this derby. He's fishing for smallmouths. Mm-hmm. So it's a boomer bust on him. I kind of like, I'm, now I'm looking at it, I kind of don't mind Kyle Weisenberger. He's an oh, Ohio, sure. so he's an Ohio River guy. He's a grinder. He's a grinder. Yeah. And you look at this tournament, you look at the upper end of this thing, a lot of rock, a lot of wood. I like he could be the kind of guy who could eke out, you know, five decent fish and then one good bite a day and end up in pretty good shape by the end of this tournament. For sure. I I could kind of I could talk myself into some Kyle Weisenberger. He's only 6 bucks. Um other other anyone else through there that catches your uh catches your attention? Um, um, I think in a similar vein to uh, Jason Johnson, I don't mind a, a little possible Josh Douglas. He's a little more expensive, but I think he's a guy who might be prone to fish offshore and knows a lot about smallmouths. Right. What about uh, Chris Whitson? I think I just put Chris Whitson on my personal team. Oh. He's 14 bucks. I haven't seen him yet this week, which I kind of like. Yep. I kind of like that he's being sneaky. Uh, he did great at Beaver Lake last year, running up the river. He throws a spinnerbait some. Yep. He knows. I don't think he knows a lot about Cumberland. I don't know if he's, he's probably been here a few times, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, he's from East Tennessee. Chris Whitson, I kind of like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that'd be a good take. I, I kind of like it for a pick. Um, other than that, I mean, there's a lot of good. There's plenty of guys who are oh, good. Oh, man. How Jason about Jason Reyes? Reyes? Yeah. He's 23 bucks, which is kind of pricey. It is a little steep. But if you want to, if you want someone who did well at Smith Lake last time, and you don't want it to be Zach Burge, you can make it Jason Reyes. Reyes is another guy who he's good in the spring. Strong finishes in the spring. Yeah, Beaver, uh, Smith. I mean, the guy like this is when he starts. This is when he gets him. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. And uh, I don't know. How about Austin Felix? You went on the boat with him. He's twenty eight bucks. Like nobody owns him. What are you feeling? He, I, I, I wouldn't be opposed to that at all. He's a smallmouth guy. Uh, when I was out with him, we didn't catch any keeper smallmouth, but he also sorry practice guy. It was a big largemouth. It was a big largemouth, <laughs> which he, he was like, man, where did that come from? <laughs> but that's okay. I mean, you don't need to know where they came from as long as you catch them, right? Right. No, I think um, after riding around with him, I would feel a lot more confident taking. Although. Uh, I will say, and you'll probably see this on maybe on my punnet picks coming up, uh, but like for Beaver or Lacrosse for those two tournaments, I'm not going to overlook putting Felix on my team. Like this is this is his zone. This is his element. Is clear water. There's some small mouths. Not even necessarily small. I mean, he'll he'll catch whatever, right? But he yeah. likes these clear water. Um, it's it's a lot like home. Like uh, and he's. You know, he won the national championship on Kiwi, fishing clear deep, water. clear yeah. water, catching spotted bass on a drop shot, and shaky head and stuff. Um, so if you got 28 bucks and you don't really feel like taking Matt Airy or Wesley Strader or Andy Morgan or anyone else that's around that time. All of a sudden, I'm seeing why he's not really heavily owned. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, but if you're a big Austin Felix fan, absolutely put him on there. I so think Chris Bergen's a, got him. Oh, Bergen 100% does. He's got him on three times. <laughs> um, he probably also will have Scott Martin. He'll probably change once he listens to this, put Scott Martin on. Yeah. Now, how can he do that? How can he not have Scott Martin? 
That's a betrayal. That is a betrayal. Is. That's a little disrespectful. I would say so. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I think that probably does it. Uh, I think so. Yeah. So, everyone, go look at Joe's picks. Um, <laughs> In and, summary. Uh, you know, thanks for listening. <laughs> um, we've got a – it's going to be a fun week. FLW Live is going to be interesting this week. The service on the lake is pretty sketchy. Yeah. Bear uh, with us. But, you know, if FLW Live is, for whatever reason, not working – you better believe FLWFishing.com is going to be hopping because we got enough service to send photos back. I got enough service to text all my people a whole bunch of times and be like, hey, what's going on out there? So uh, we're going to have the regular full suite of tournament coverage. It should be fun. Um, So you got FLWFishing.com. You got FLWFishing on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, FLWOfficial on Snapchat. Mm -hmm. Uh, Stay tuned later this week. Possible rue sighting Ooh, on some social media like it could be epic <laughs> uh so you got that going for you and um other than that i think we're i guess we're pretty much done here right <coughs> i think so <laughs> dying okay kyle drink drink your water don't die on me and uh folks we will uh <coughs> have a real episode for you uh later <coughs> if kyle I make is it. gonna die <laughs> if, I make if it. kyle is alive we're gonna have a real episode for you sometime tomorrow uh, maybe sometime Thursday morning something like that and uh, we got a tournament it's going to be fun yes sir 